Hello, Generation Church family, friends, our community here in South County and all over Rhode Island, New England, and and maybe some people listening uh, from around the world. Hey, we just want to let you know we got a new series called The Bible. Simply, we want to help you know how to not only read the Bible, but live it out in our time, in our day. We also have community groups for you to sign up in person and online uh, beginning uh, in uh, February. And we're so excited for you to get connected with our amazing church. So I want to encourage you to lean in, raise your expectation for how you are going to hear from God, hear from his word through the power of the Holy Spirit. Well, we can't wait to connect with you more in person and online in the coming days. We love you so much, church. The best days are ahead. Hello, everyone. Pastor Stephen here in the heart of South County. Come on. And I'm with, uh, with JC, who is uh, part of our GC extended family, but he is uh, a local missionary with uh, YWAM Boston. And uh, we, it's just a joy to partner with, uh, mm. with you and with him and, and uh, just the gospel here in New England. And yeah. so I just want you guys to uh, just hear a little bit of JC's story and uh, really get encouraged and fired up uh, about what God is doing through people uh, all over New England. That's right. So where, where are you from, JC, again? Originally, I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, but about three and a half years ago, the Lord called me to come be a missionary with YWAM Boston. Um, and I picked up all my stuff and moved here and been here ever since. So when you say like your real first encounter with Jesus, when was that on, in, your, mm. in, your, in your story? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. I think when I really started to live for Jesus. It was in ninth grade. Uh, I went to a Christian private school and we had a worship band and I wanted to get on the worship band. It was totally for the wrong reasons. I just wanted to be up on stage, but- um, It was a pretty girl, wasn't it? It was, it was. Um, But but the Lord um, started to reveal his heart to me and I was like, no, if I'm going to do this, I want this to be for real. Like, I want to be living for Jesus for real. And, you know, it's the discipleship process. It it takes time to, you know, mold your heart uh, to look more like his. And so it began in ninth grade. But when I came to YWAM Boston and and learned about the mission field and learned about, like, Jesus's heart for the Great Commission, um, that changed my life forever. And I was exposed to how great and how magnificent God actually is. And uh, I did a school with them that was six months long, and I did a tour across the United States preaching the gospel. And then uh, I came back to YWAM and did a three-month Bible school, and I read the entire Bible in three months. Um, And that flipped my world completely upside down, you know, for Jesus. I was like, there's no way else I want to live besides for you. Yeah. And you you grew up in in a religious home, and uh, you know, what over the years, what did you really learn about, you know, a lot of people have different uh, backgrounds or, or experiences with religion. Some people positive, some people negative. Yeah. How about you speak just to how the, the, 
you know, some of what you experienced when it comes to um, breaking free from some of the, what we would say, kind of the chains of, of religion mm. uh, when it comes to really living, again, these words that we often use, but I think can get uh, misunderstood, genuine, right. authentic faith, yeah. really not hiding uh, behind kind of religiosity, but really having like yeah, a fresh encounter, living out God's faith. Yeah. And that's a lifelong process, but right. just talk, talk, talk about that. Right, yeah. Um, for me, th- it was like a curse and a blessing growing up in a religious home because uh, especially in a conservative background church, a very conservative church, um, you, you, you know the Bible. Like your parents make sure that you know the Bible, you know scriptures and stuff. So, and I also had the double blessing of going to a Christian private school. And so because of that, I grew up in the word. I knew the word a ton and and it, it was changing me. But again, there, there, there was the change, the, uh, the chains of religion that, um, held me back from truly experiencing the grace of God and the goodness of God, um, especially through Holy Spirit. That, that was probably the main thing that held me back from truly running after Jesus with full force. And again, it wasn't until I did a discipleship Bible school with YWAM and I read through the entire Bible and I started flipping through the scriptures for myself that I realized I was believing a ton of things about Jesus that wasn't actually in scripture. It was what people told me about. And it, it, it broke me to a point where I remember sitting in class and one day talking about the life of Jesus and what it actually looks like. And I began weeping and crying. All the students had left. I was weeping, crying at my seat, repenting before God saying, God, I'm so sorry for believing things that were that you never said you were. And that marked me to, to read the scriptures and know it for myself truly. And that lifted the spirit of religion that was over me, was over my family, that it was involved with where I grew up in. Um, it, it freed me completely from that. That's great. Wow. So how has that motivated you, really inspired you through the Holy Spirit with a passion for now New England, but also mm-hmm. Gen Z? I yes. don't know if that's language. I mean, I'm, you know, I, I, I like to say that I'm still young, but I'm getting, <laughs> but I'm getting older in my 30s and I'm trying to get connected. We have a church for all generations. Yes. But we believe if we're not reaching the youth, then we shouldn't exist. Absolutely. And so just tell me about first your passion for New England, mm. because you've been here now for some years. Right. And you're, you care and love about the local church. Right. Because after these awesome kingdom ministries that you're part of, we've got to be deeply rooted in, in local churches, especially in New England. Exactly. So just share your passion for New England and then also this generation. Yeah. It, it, it's really good to actually put our focus into the local church um, in New England specifically because this is where the normal day people are affected. You know, not everyone's called to be a missionary. Not everyone's called to go off to YWAM. Um, but, but we're, we're called to be as one, you know, with, with the church of acts, like they were meeting in their houses daily. Um, and so for new England specifically, because I came from a religious background, I, I, the Lord has blessed me with the, the ability to, kind of observe and monitor like 
what's been going on, what's the spiritual atmosphere in New England. Um, let me first say is that the harvest is ripe here in New England. Um, for anyone who thought it was hard, it's not. It, literally, yes. people are waiting to hear the gospel That's truth. Um, but the spirit Amen. of religion is in New England, Sick. for sure. Um, it's so beautiful. There is so much historical marking for New England for revival. Yes. So many things have happened here. Yes. There's churches since the beginning of America that are still here running. And like people are wanting to be involved in that. They just don't know how. And so for me to be able just even if it's one person, be able to lift the spirit of religion, like almost like the scales that fell off of Paul's eyes. If I could see that happen for one person, it's worth it. But to see the spirit of religion fall off of New England so that people would get on fire for Jesus, that would change the whole entire world. Because uh, in, in YWAM, we believe as soon as New England falls, the rest of the world falls. We're, we're such an influential part of America. Um, so th that's kind of the heart and passion for like why we're here in New England, yes. why we yes. want to be involved in yeah. a local church. Um, and then Generation Z. Generation Z is something that's I'm so passionate. Tell about. me about it. You know, educate me. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's amazing. So if you look at the at the past generations and then look at the themes over your uh, over their lives over their, their livelihood, Generation Z is a broken, fatherless, motherless generation that is looking for authenticity. That's what they're actually looking for. And so then they want to go off and, and, and party and, and do drugs and, and, and sleep around because they're wanting to feel the authentic love that human was, that human was made for specifically. Yeah. Um, and, and because they're motherless and fatherless, they don't know what it looks like to be loved by a mother or father. And so they're looking it, for it in other places, whatever can fill the gap or whatever can fill the void and so what i've seen multiple times is like preaching the gospel to people who fall into the gen z generation is they're they're just so willing to listen like they're not falling to the left or right of like wow. politics of religion or, or charismatic um groups they, they just want to know the truth and they're willing mm. to do that another thing that generation mm. is specifically like into is they don't like committing but it's not because they don't want to commit it's they don't want to commit to the wrong thing mm. and so for us to be able to say because we know the truth mm. we know that jesus is the way the truth and the life so for us to present the gospel and present it accordingly to scripture and and be bold about it they're going to see that authenticity and they're going to see wow i can commit my life to something yeah something that's real something that's bold something that will change my life forever yeah and that's what gen z is looking for and so that's why i'm passionate wow. about sparking young people wow. to find their faith i'm not forcing it down the front i'm yeah. just like presenting it to them and like you can make your own choices yeah. Yeah. but like the choice is right there so good yeah
Yeah, and what we're saying is that, you know, this is true in so many ways for every generation, mm -hmm. but every but but specific parts of of, of uh, this world and of humanity, uh, there is there is seasons and there is context. Yes. Uh, I mean, this is not only when it comes to Gen Z, but what that looks like in New England, and that might look different in other parts of this nation mm -hmm. or or the world. But as we go deeper, this is all about loving people Come on. where they are. So before we pray and kind of go forward and make disciples and <laughs> make Jesus famous here, <laughs> uh, talk about how humility, uh, when, when you were sharing that, how vital, we know if, to be a Christian is to, we should walk with great humility, mm. considering right. others more highly than ourselves, but right. just the role with, with reaching all generations, but Gen Z specifically, how important humility is as we share the gospel, because the gospel is before we found God and truth, truth found us. Yes, yes. <laughs> truth filled us. Yeah. That, that's not just a, a theological point. That's just, I, I know that's true in my life. <laughs> right, it's true in mine. Uh, okay, before I was, uh, I wasn't Gen Z, but I was running and just seeking satisfaction and everything else, and mm -hmm. then God found me. Yeah. So talk about the role of humility when it comes to sharing the gospel mm. to, to, to Gen Z so we can share it clearly and give people that opportunity to respond. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it, it says in God's word that um, his word is like a, a double-edged sword, a two-edged sword. Yeah. Um, Whole sermon series is on that verse. Okay, perfect. There we go. And so for it to cut through mm. all the lies that the enemy is dumping on all generations, but specifically Gen Z, yeah. um, is, again, it's that humility and authenticity. If, if you are authentic and you actually believe, because that's what people want, they just want to see you actually believe what you're saying, you know? Yeah. Um, at, at the end of the day, if you're all timid and like, well, like if you want to talk yeah. about Jesus and like, no, be passionate about what you actually yeah. believe because it changed your life. Yeah. And it can change atmospheres. It. it can change Rhode Island. It can change New England. It can yeah. change the world yeah. if we actually are set on fire. Yeah. So uh, that authenticity, yeah coupled or combined with humility, which is like, hey, this is your choice at the end of the day. That's it. I, I love you and I want to see the best for you. Yes. Because that's what Jesus was for that's me. It. And I'm so about Jesus now. I'm not about myself. So I, I'm not trying that's to it. gain or garner anything from you. I'm just trying to show you what Jesus did for me. And so that humility aspect leaves Gen Z, with anyone you preach the gospel to, with this choice of like, wow, I actually saw authenticity. I actually saw something that was real. I'm not being just told what I want to hear. I saw something that actually impacted my life. And that leaves them with literally the Holy Spirit waiting at their doorstep, knocking, waiting and asking to be brought into their lives. Like that's the best place you could leave them that's right it. then and there. It's awesome. Yeah. Hey, why don't you pray for uh, just the people that are that are watching? Yeah. Uh, specifically, just a word for prayer uh, for for Gen Z, mm. uh, but for the generation. Just pray. We we believe. You know, this is we don't have time for 
for for a show and for you know just doing you know polished videos i mean it's awesome <laughs> it's cool but we, we are here in this vaporous life yeah to share the greatest news in the world Come that on. has totally revived and changed my life jc's life and so many other people right no better than anybody else but we we believe we have been given abundant life. So why don't you just just pray for people, and then I'm gonna pray over you, yeah. and uh, we're gonna move forward to see a new New England. Come on, come on. Yeah, if you wanna join with me in prayer, um, it says where two or more are gathered in his name, there he is, and we believe that God has power. So in the name of Jesus, we just come before you, Father, and we recognize that you're here in this room, in the rooms and the households of everyone watching right now, Father. We say yes to the call on everybody's life to see the gospel revealed in their lives, to see the revelation of Jesus in their lives, God. And we say yes to the promises over Gen Z, specifically with their passion, with their wanting to commit to something that's real and true and authentic, God. We want to see the hand of God move through this generation like never before for a revived and saved church here in South County, here in Rhode Island, here in New England, here and across the world, to see the Great Commission fulfilled in our generation, in our lifetime, Father. So in the name of Jesus, I just pray for everyone who's listening right now, for the words that interpret and penetrate the hearts of everyone around us. Jesus, I pray for, for, for these words to ring true in their lives and for them to come into agreement and alignment with what's already going on in heaven right now in earth as it already is happening in heaven right now, Father. Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for what you're doing and what you're going to do, Father, that you're always working and moving for the good of those who love them. We love you, Jesus. Thank you for loving us first. In your holy and righteous name, amen. Amen. God, I pray for, for, for JC, God. I, I thank you for, God, his life and his new life in you. Yes. Father, I pray that you'd continue to mark him, God, in the private as someone who authentically seeks and pursues you. I pray that you, God, give him your spirit of endurance, of perseverance. Yes, God. God, that he would play the long game. Mm. God, that, that, Father, that he would, uh, God, in, in all his days, seek to be holy as you are holy. Yes, God. Uh, God, just continue to set them ablaze with a greater passion for you and for people. Yes, Jesus. God, I pray that souls and towns and communities and generations will be one Come on. because Come of on. God, your voice and your spirit speaking and moving through him. Thank you, God. We pray for all that you're doing, God, from South County to Boston, all over New England and beyond, God. Yes. We thank you yes. that because of your faithfulness in each and every generation, the best days are ahead. We believe that, we proclaim that, declare that, and we're excited and fired up for 2021 and the years ahead. Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, GC, if you made it this far, so proud of you for investing into your, your heart, your mind, your soul, into your spiritual 
life, your spiritual well-being. We hope you take that next step and you connect in community through community groups. We have community groups all over South County, really all over Rhode Island and New England, not only in person, but online. You can find out more and you can join at generationchurchri.org slash community groups. And for those who continue to just joyfully give above and beyond and partner with what God is doing here in South County, thank you. Every single dollar that you give is making an impact for the fame of Jesus.